Your mic isn't on. <laughs> Try now. What about now? Is that good? Yeah, at a good seven and a half is where we land. That's good. Good volume. Are, you doing, are, you, are we recording? Snapping. Yeah. Okay. The light's red. I think that means we're recording. It's me. I have the a Or sneezing. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> Daisy, does the weed make you sneeze? It they, was, were um, paladin? Uh-huh. they were a paladin? No! <laughs> they were a rogue, dude. Nope. They had to Pal- have been. Nope. Oh, my God. Paladin. Why, hello, whoever may be listening to this. What is going on? This is a podcast called Dichotomy, where we learn how to learn and we teach how to teach. My name is Smitha. My name is Tyler. We're just some young and dumb kids who are trying to make it in hey. this crazy, scary world. Hey. Well, we're not dumb. We're young. Young no, and ambitious. No, no, no. I feel like 24 is old. I'm definitely 24 dumb, is not old. But, uh, I'm no. 23. Maybe you know, 24 is old and 23 isn't old. My so, knees hurt huh? when it rains. <laughs> we're getting a lot of rain today and tomorrow so that could be why that your knees hurt yeah that's why i'm smoking weed right now to alleviate the pain from the wait wait let me get an asmr like ready (laughs) i had to put my hand over my mouth because i was worried i was gonna laugh or giggle or something and i wanted the viewers to have a really authentic experience to what that sound palette is like you can't call them viewers when they're just listeners okay sorry listeners our poor little dog is sniffing everything because she hasn't seen any of this equipment before so if you hear some sniffing or some it's me i have or a sneezing that was her <laughs> daisy does the weed make you sneeze oh poor thing she but she likes it, it and she's like oh oh my god this just smells dank <laughs> but she, she likes it if you hear her little nails clicking around, that's what that is. For me, smoking weed right now is not coincidental because today I have a very, very fun topic to cover. It's uh, how oh to roll God. a joint. <gasps> Are we just hopping straight in? We're hopping straight in. Oh my God, you're going to teach me how to roll a joint? All right. Oh my God, so cool. Well, first we should give them a little... I do not smoke weed. I've tried it a few times and wasn't a fan. And Tyler over here is the complete opposite where he's a cannabis connoisseur so this is this will be good that's a really gentle way to say huge donor <laughs> well, this is kind of a family friendly con podcast kind of it is no i think i have it as explicit so okay cool if there are any children watching sorry or, li- or listening sorry you like can a- tune out now well it well it's legal so it's, i feel like younger kids should be educated on what weed is it's now. bad for you. Don't smoke. Well, it's it's okay if they're what? No. There's a lot of good medical benefits to to using cannabis. Yeah. I mean right. smoking cigarettes can help decrease oh. the okay. um progression of Alzheimer's. So well, I guess they're a health food now too. <laughs> destroying your lungs with smoking anything is never a good idea. But Yes. And but. also for the health conscious consumers out there, marijuana will impact your sleep. So you got to make sure that you take long periods where you do not smoke and get it out of your system so that you can get some very important types of sleep in. Otherwise, you get metabolites that build up in your brain that are not good for you. Sorry, I'm playing with a dog right we now. We also too. learned this the hard way. So we're, we're teaching you so you don't have to go through that like we did. But rolling a joint because weed man. is still cool. Let's go. You need three things. Okay. You need the Zaza. Zaza? The special smoke. The s- the Zaza is a special smoke. It's the weed. You okay, need the actual <laughs> material that you're going to be rolling. You need a rolling paper. Okay. And 
I'm going to say that you absolutely need a filter because I think that you're a total asshat if you roll joints without a filter because you're going to get Scooby Snacks for days or you're just going to have a shitty drag. What? Should... Uh, hold on. That was a lot of stoner terminology. What's a Scooby Snack? I know what these are, but for people who are listening who don't, what's a Scooby Snack? Can you hear the crunching in the background? A little bit, but I think it's kind of funny. Oh, that <laughs> a Scooby Snack <laughs> is when you're hitting some weed. Let's get her a weed. toy that doesn't crinkle. Daisy. Hey, Daisy. you get a piece of unburnt or burnt weed that comes through the joint into your mouth uh and weed does not taste good in its burnt or unburnt form so we call them scooby snacks <laughs> once you have those three vital components you you if you're a real pro you also have a rolling tray to do this all on uh, so that things don't get dirty, but you can make do with a manila folder. I did in high school for years. It's a fine. manila folder. Yeah, to use as a rolling tray. You know, you just need a oh. large flat surface that you can collect the leftover weed from after. Because rolling yeah, is, true. it can be messy. Mm-hmm. So you either pick apart if you're real cool. I was gonna say, wait, stop. You gotta stop. Okay, baby. Let's Take this one away. We love you so so much, but this is the, the dog is being handled right now. She sees us on the floor and she's like, oh, mom and dad are going to come play. Let's be a fucking crackhead. Sorry to all those crackheads out there. I don't want to be like, um, you know, condescending to you. Crack is awesome. Crack is really cool. Yeah, if I was really cool, I'd be talking about how to use a crack pipe right now, which is really easy, actually. Um, Stop teaching them about crack. What? The young kids should know. It's an informational podcast. <clears throat> Some people find this funny. We replaced the crinkle toy with a croc. The shoe. Yes, the rubber shoe, the croc. And she is. She found occupied. another crinkle toy. <laughs> what we a can't fucking win. asshole. That's so, okay. okay. Back on topic. Rolling joint. Three things. Filter. Paper. Zaza. Once you have the ground up or picked apart Zaza, which you do either with a grinder. You can look that up. Um, or... You can just take the butt and you pull it apart into about um eighth of an inch circular side pieces. Um, so really small, really fine, you know? Uh, you get your joint paper, your rolling paper. You get that single, beautiful, crisp, thin uh, hemp or rice paper. I personally really like zigzag rolling papers. They're always cool um and raw papers too they're nice so you hold the paper in your non-dominant hand with your thumb sorry flat getting there getting there oh with your thumb in the crease of one end of the paper so the paper comes folded with a glue strip on one side that you lick and is it folded hot dog or hamburger hot dog hot dog okay got it (laughs) so so the piece of paper kind of looks like a hot dog to begin with okay you have the crease of the hot dog in your thumb with the thumb and pointer index and middle finger on either side of the thumb so you kind of hold it like a pencil almost um and that will add rigidity to the paper so you can just hold the paper with those three fingers and it should pull it tight enough where you can put um, about a gram of weed across a standard rolling paper 
uh, and it should be able to support that weight. Okay. How so, how much weed is in a typical joint? Mm, like a, two grams? No, like, is that like an a gram amount? or less. A, a gram, gram is a really so two nice grams is an joint. absurd amount. <laughs> I would that be a spoof? They no. sell joint papers that are big enough to fit in oh. a whole ounce of weed in. Is that a blunt? A the blunt fat ones? is when you use a tobacco leaf and you roll marijuana oh. in it, which I will I do a follow-up sp- podcast on. I thought that was a spoof. No, a, a spliff spoof? is when you mix tobacco and weed. Oh. Spliffs are awesome. Gotcha. <laughs> this is really funny because we're trying to distract our dog at the same time. And if you hear the little noises, we're going to leave them in because I think they're hilarious. So once you have your gram or half gram of weed in your standard size joint paper with your thumb and forefinger and middle finger in correct position, you can then grab the joint with the the other hand the same way you have it with the first hand. And then you gently push your thumb in between your two fingers that are holding the paper. And then you kind of repeat that motion while you're kind of massaging the two sides together to create like a cylinder of weed that forms in the middle of tightly packed weed that forms in the middle. Got it. Okay. Once you've done that. Yeah. Wait, did we, did you tell us about the filter yet? This is where we get to the filter. Oh, the filter part. Okay, that's after? I'm surprised. I thought the filter always went in first with the weed. You can do that, but if you want to roll fatties, you put it in after. Oh, so the the goal is always to roll fatties. So then you take your, your dominant hand, you hold the joint that has this nicely, tightly packed up weed, still open, you know, it's still hot dog, hot dog style. And you hold it with your dominant hand. And with your non-dominant hand, you roll up your joint. Um, No, sorry, you don't roll up your joint. You're doing that. But you roll up the filter, which should be... You can just roll it, like, in a circle, kind of. Um, You fold one... If you're really pro, you'll make a W out of folds with the first part of the filter. And then you'll roll a circle around it. You can look up these images online. It's a... It looks cool. People do crazy things with their filters. It's awesome. Um, I've seen people make marijuana leaves out of the filter folds. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, you take this rolled filter with your non-dominant hand now, and you stuff that barrel of weed that you rolled so tightly in more towards the center of the joint while you slowly slot in your filter from the your non-dominant hand side <laughs> i have a dog on my <laughs> back right now going crazy. <laughs> literally hey. she's on my back biting my hair um and yeah then yo <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> cool down okay we're all vibing see we're talking about weed here just this this pup is has been an adventure for us because she's so hyper and she's got a lot of personality, but man, she's lover to death. You should see the size of her shits. <laughs> Love her They're huge. Oh my God, is she something? So now that you have your filter paper inserted into your joint, mm-hmm. you 
start with the with the final roll okay you take the bottom side of the hot dog the side of the hot dog that is closest to you but you're talking about an actual hot dog not the not the shape of the paper. i'm keeping the hot dog in lsg because uh, i love it <laughs> okay um and you start folding that up towards you okay uh and you're looping it um so okay so you have that cylinder of weed in the middle of the paper and you have the other side of the paper pointing straight up you haven't fucked with that side yet that okay. side has the glue strip okay you take the side that doesn't have the glue strip okay. you tuck it in between the edge of the cone of like the barrel of weed okay and the other paper on the other side okay and you you know how it's like you take a piece of paper and you roll it into a uh, like a, a baton kind of yeah yeah you kind of do the same thing with that one side. So you try and tuck that one in. Okay. Try and tuck it down so that you form a a, um, a baton almost with the joint paper. You okay. know, one side or like you're twisting it. You're you're gently guiding the lower piece of paper in between the upper piece of paper and the weed oh, barrel. So you're pushing it. it up towards you, then away from you and over the weed barrel. So it's okay. completely around the weed barrel. Okay. And then you try and push that down so it's like as firm as possible. Okay. Then you take the other side, yep. which has the glue strip on it. Yep. Do the lick that you see everyone do whenever they're rolling a cigarette or a joint. Yeah. Lick that shit. <clears throat> push it down firmly around the other piece of paper so now both sides are down and around and then you have a fully rolled joint right now technically but if you're a pro and you want to tuck this behind your ear save oh, it for later gotcha what you're gonna want to do uh -huh. just so no weed falls out of the tip is you take your two fingers okay. you pinch the tip yeah and then you twist like yeah. a zip tie yeah yeah so yeah. you get that nicely like wicked looking Whoa. on the end uh and that start that keeps it contained you know that's cool. your to go cool fam so gotta, that's how you roll a joint i gotta roll a joint right now okay <laughs> wait one sec i'll be back what did i miss uh not a whole lot a text from my mom oh hi tracy <laughs> hi tracy don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're securing the premises. Always. That's the running joke. <laughs> Always. Can you go away? This is Zaza and the zigzag. Yeah, you just... So I have the dog in my arms because if not, she'll eat the weed. <laughs> Daisy, just watch. Hey, bro. Chill out. So I'm getting a real-time... Uh, what's the word I want? Demonstration. Of what we just learned. I also Daisy, just touched the hot end of my 3D printer that I've been fixing today. You okay? Uh, yeah, it w it w it, I was testing to see if it was hot, and it was. Did it hurt? A real man shows no pain. <laughs> As a tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> Please, enlighten me. Your topic? Oh. Do you feel educated? Do you feel like you I could do. roll a... Do you want to try rolling a joint right now? No. <laughs> Okay, I'll do better when I teach you guys how to roll a blunt. That one's easy. Yeah, that's okay. So there's glue on one side of the piece of paper? Yeah. Oh, how do you know which side it is? You can, can, you, can you see it? You can see it pretty well. It's <gasps> shiny. Oh, it's kind of like an envelope. All right. <laughs> I have my barrel formed. This see step, how it's like... Step one? 
Well, I poured, so I poured weed into the joint paper. I rolled my barrel. Now I'm grabbing my filter papers. Okay. Sam, look inside of the joint right now. See how it's all like pressed together? Yeah, very, very packed. Very structural. You know, weed is sticky and it'll stick to itself. Hey, those are my filter papers, you little demon. <laughs> she tried to eat them. She can eat them. They're they're all natural. Mm. Yes, Daisy, you'll be fine. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine. Achoo. She's like, it feels like the big one. I'm not going to make feels it. feels like the big one. All right, so filter insertion. I'm holding it with my non-dominant hand. Okay. going to press down firmly on this crease. Have my filter rolling it up in my left hand. No zaza for you, Daisy Doos. Daisy, <laughs> Daisy put her nose right in there. And I take my filter. Yep. I shove it in there like that. Oh. And my weed is now compressing itself. Do you have to get the filter so it's like at the same height as the weed? Uh, Well, more about like on the end. Like does the filter have to be flat against the paper? Yeah, probably. So it doesn't stick out? Or no, it do you can care? stick out a little bit. It's fine. Oh, okay. That means that's just more room in the paper for you to stuff the weed in. Okay. So now... Would you consider yourself a good joint roller? Uh, I was really good before, but I stopped rolling joints when I could start affording bongs. So I haven't needed to for ages. And I prefer blunts anyway. Gotcha. But I can roll a joint in a pinch, mm -hmm. you know? One side looped around there already. I'm going to... Uh, this is the critical step now where I tuck this side mm -hmm. in between the weed mm -hmm. and the other piece of paper. Oh, I gotcha. So we're going around. Doing the tuck. Noise. <laughs> you made a funny noise. And now I'm doing the lick. This is a special style of joint as well. It's called a cone. Okay. Because it's fatter it looks at the like top. A cone. Oh, that's pretty cool. Not done yet. So, if you have a clipper lighter, the part that has a flint on it, I'm sorry, this is taking so long. The part that has a flint on it also acts as a packer. So, you can now pack the weed down inside in your joint from your cone. So, that when you do the twist at the top, or your weed is nice and compressed. Oh, that's the form I'm used to seeing. Gotcha. And then does that extra material on the end kind of act like as a, a starter to get you ignited? Could, but it, it, you normally just tear it off. You don't want to smoke anything if you don't have to. And the plant material from the marijuana is the only thing you have to smoke to get high. Right. That's a nice joint, dude. It's not bad. It's that's not pretty bad. good. Okay. We should take a, a picture of this, and this should be the thumbnail for the podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> cool. That's fun. Tell me about your shit while I spark okay. up, bro. <clears throat> okay. So, Please, enlighten me. Hello. Let me learn something today. Okay. So, what I'm going to teach you about is... Wait, I'm so sorry. I lost the document. Hold on. Um, I'm going to teach you about D&D. &D. Oh! Uh-huh. This and podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. <laughs> we, we don't have any sponsors. D&D Beyond, please sponsor us. But we should probably be thanking Devin, Tyler's younger brother, because a few months ago, he was like, you guys should watch this show. 
you know, I think you'll really like it. It's a bunch of nerdy ass voice actors who get together once a week and they play Dungeons and Dragons and they're a very successful YouTube channel called Critical Role. Um, and over these past few months, we have just been binging their campaign three. And so we know the general premise. For reference, each episode is roughly four hours long yes. and we've probably watched over a hundred episodes yeah. in four months. Yeah. And it's funny because we got to a point where we're live and we're caught up with campaign three that we went back and started watching campaign two. Um, Cause campaign one, they made this awesome animated series on Netflix called Vox Machina. Mm-hmm. You guys Amazon should Prime. check it out. Amazon Prime, not Netflix, but close. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but that's a These are strikes incredible again. show. And just the, the storytelling and the amount of universes, like character development that they have is amazing. And it's unreal. And it's so fun to watch. But, you know, we know the general premise of how D&D works and how the game works. But there are a few things that we, or I didn't necessarily know that I figured we should teach Sam you Sam Regal is awesome as Sam well. Sam is my favorite. amazing. Ashley Johnson is my favorite. Always, always actually Johnson. it. Um, but so pretty much the main premise of D&D is there are, you know, two roles to be filled, the players and the storyteller. So the storyteller is known as the dungeon master or the DM. Um, and in, you know, critical role, Matthew Mercer is the DM and he's an amazing DM. So the DM is half of the battle because you need someone who's going to guide you through the story and do all of the background Um you know, storytelling and connecting characters and all that fun stuff. So that's a big part of um, how the game works. And so you need players that are willing to participate and sort of listen to your story. So pretty much there are different scenarios. So all of this pretty much is from D&D Beyond. <laughs> that, you know, that amazing uh, sort of help guide that hasbro has provided for dungeons and dragons why do you need a help guide for dungeons and dragons because there are well i don't need one but there are a few niceties that i wanted to teach you about like what i'm gonna sh- I'm, I'm gonna tell you you're gonna tell us about the guide or about dnd about dnd i want to know I'm about the, guide. the information from the guide i want to know more about the guide okay well i'm gonna tell you um so there are three main different scenarios that the players can get into do you want to guess what they are Anal, oral, and... Uh, uh. Missionary. No, 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 no. It's social, combat, and exploration. It's pretty much the different scenes that you can set as a DM. Now, what I've, I've always been curious about um, the sort of base classes for a character and how you create a character. Um, so I looked into that a lot as well. So there are... I'm going <laughs> to... This smoke is making this dog sneeze so bad. Daisy, um, get out of here. You're going to get high. No, you're too young. You're only a year and a half old. Please. Oh, no. She's fucked up. Oh, no. She's, she's dying. She's fine. She doesn't know where she is. She's fine. She's oh, okay. She's just a puff. She's playing. It's fine. Um, but Daisy, pretty much that's some- the main Talk premise. Her <laughs> little snips. But the main premise is just you need just a, a storyteller tells a story and there are players that enter the world and the world has a few rules. She just put the whole microphone in her mouth. That's disgusting. So the main the main like thing that we should probably know about is the characters and like the mechanics of how the game works, right? So there are 12 different 
base classes that you can choose from when you're twelve character. Wait, tell 12. me. I'm gonna tell, tell you. So I'm gonna tell you the the class type, and then I want. This you is to good because I w- I'm gonna pick See? out my character right I now. I know. I I'm gonna, you're gonna help characters. me design my character. That's why I'm doing this because we really let's go. Let's go. Come on. I'm gonna tell you a base class, and then of the characters that we know from Critical Role, I want you to guess which of the characters falls into this class. You've already said. I know, but let's see if you remember. So the first one is a barbarian. So they're the strongest of all characters, they're the hardest hitting and the hardest to kill, and they deal large amounts of damage, and this one's going to give it away, they rage. Ashton. Grog. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So one more. One more we haven't quite met all the way yet. Is is it from campaign two? Mm Mm-hmm. Do I know them? Mm Mm-hmm. You do. Oh, wait, we just heard this the other day. Uh-huh. Okay, campaign. It was very brief, though. I don't even know the character. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no, no. Okay, wait, I'm remembering the characters from campaign two now. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to... Re- was it it's Sam Regal's character? Mm-mm. Ashley's character, Yasha. She can rage, too. Who's so, Yasha again? Is Yasha's she the, the person that ran away from the carnival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay, she came okay. back. So... Ashton, Grog, and Yasha are barbarians. And then we get to the fighter class. Who's a fighter? There's only one. Orm. There you go. I See, I wouldn't have remembered these things, so this is pretty impressive. They are very versatile, and they have just have a wide array of proficiencies in weapons and armor, pretty much. So how about a monk? Um, Whoever uh, Lore, no, um, Marisha's character from season two was. Mm-hmm. Beauregard. So Bo is a monk. They specialize in hand-to-face combat. They utilize the flow of key in their bodies to give all the blows to the den. And they're the characters that are most able to attack harder and faster. So they're just super quick and super specific on their moves and all that fun stuff. Okay, so then... I wonder if um Lord Asteros, what, what kind of character do you think he would be? Esteros was a... Um, monk or a warrior? A... He was a fighter i think fighter that I makes think. sense um r.i.p r.i.p sorry there are definitely spoils spoilers we, in here we have anyone. to edit that out we have to edit <laughs> there are definitely that out. spoilers in here no names are fine but names we can, fine. we have to edit out yeah yeah any spoils that thing okay how about a rogue so a rogue is a charming swashbuckler sneak thief and assassin they're good with stealth and identifying weaknesses wait one second i'm gonna try this Chutney, <laughs> Bagabond, <laughs> Pockapy, <laughs> Chutney Pockapy, Chutney Pockapy. So the rogues are Chutney Pockapy. Oh, and then there's, there's one more. more. Um, two more. Oh, was uh. Vax. Vax. There are no rogues in campaign one. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay, then it was. Um, Campaigns two and three. Oh, dude, I don't know anyone from campaign two. It's so hard to put a name to the face. No, okay, wait. How about campaign three? There's another one in campaign three that's very easy. Another rogue. Chetney, and there's another one who steals. Who else steals things all the time? She's a druid rogue? Fern. She's <laughs> Fern. a druid rogue? She's a druid rogue. Oh. You can also um, combine classes, which is kind of interesting, too. Okay. Um, but that gets into the niceties of and the specifics of the game. But the other one is not, not the brave. Uh, She's a rogue as well. Okay, how about a ranger? 
They specialize in favored terrain and specific enemy type. They deal their damage from afar. Ranger. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I know that Vax was or Vex, Vex was a ranger. Mm-hmm. Are there any more? That's it. Oh. Just Vexalia. Uh, how about a cleric? They're healers. Uh, the healer from oh well, FCG is a cleric. FCG. Yeah. Um, Kalith wasn't. Mm-mm. Um, the other person. The other, the little dwarf. Pike. Pike was. Pike. Ashley Johnson, of course. Legend. Are there more? One more. Season one? Two. Two. One more healer. Um, Who's the fucking healer? Laura? Yes, that are. Yeah. Laura. Okay, how <laughs> she about. She sucks. <laughs> she's she's such a bad healer. Hilarious. I love she, Oh, my God. How about a paladin? So a paladin, they are specializing close range spell casters and they can deal Yasha? lots of damage same um idea oh this one's kind of hard which season uh one two and three <laughs> one wait, two and three wait paladin oh mm-hmm. my god um it has to be okay well there's one in seasons one two and three that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. um it's not fern it's nope. not chutney nope it's not laura it's not um, Lotna. Nope. It's n- it wouldn't be Orem. Nope. It's it's kind of funny because the campaign three one is a character who isn't there anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Orem? They're not dead. Or no, it's not Orem. It's um, Dorian? No, nope, not Dorian. Do you remember you? It they, was, were um, uh-huh, they were a paladin? No. No. They were a rogue, dude. Nope. They had to Pal- have been. Nope. Oh, my God. Paladin. Oh and my then god! From campaign one, it was Vax, the, with the wings. Vax, the he the raven guy. Yep, he was a paladin, and so was Ford, for campaign two, the big green guy. Get the fuck out of uh, here, Travis's character. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, this one's easy. A wizard, continual study of magic. Ga- wizards gain control over every fabric of reality. They special in one of the Laura. eight schools of magic. Nope. No, <laughs> Laura in season three. No, no. Laura no. in season three. Nope. Sorcerer? Imogen's a sorcerer. Good. Yep. I said Laura in season three. She's a sorcerer, not a wizard. Oh. <laughs> They're two different things. They're t- I'm going to specify the differences, okay? So a wizard is one who studies magic and who classifies in one of the eight schools of magic. Season two, whatever his name that plays Orem. Caleb. Yeah. Dirt wizard. Yeah, dirt wizard. <laughs> Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's a wizard and Imogen's a sorcerer. So sorcerers are people born with magic. Are there? I feel like there's another wizard. Um, season one. Ancestors either getting gifted power or by demonic celestial. Season one, whatever his name would be. Oh, no. He was a bard. Mm-hmm. That's Very a customizable class. magic style. So how about a warlock? There's Lotna. one. Lotna. Warlocks gain their power from a pact that they have made with a higher being. Nice. Heavy hitter spellcaster. Bard. Those are easy. Uh, Storytellers and musicians, the cheekiest of characters, and they battle through buffs and charms. Scanlan, Scanlan obviously. and Dorian. <gasps> and Do- yeah, Dorian's that makes sense. Though. That makes and the sense. last one, a druid. Ashley Protectors Johnson. of nature, large range of spells, and polymorphism. Keelan. There you go, Keelan Fern. Okay, so then if you pick your class, then you get to pick like um, a race that you're that you're 
character can be. So they can be dragonborn, they can be an elf, a dwarf, a humanoid, a tiefling, a fairy, a satyr, a triton. There's literally hundreds of races that you can pick from, which is really cool. So that's where you can get super specific on, you know, the story of your character and where they're from and all that stuff. Um, but then the last thing we're going to sort of get into is the character sheets and attribute scores. You know how they have all those specific numbers next to their attribute scores? I've always wondered how you, how they get the scores. So on the character sheet, there's strength, dexterity, constitution, wisdom, intelligence, and charisma, right? So um, background, race, and class also add to that specific list of specialties. So there are certain very specific numerical things that can adjust those uh amounts based on the based on the character that you pick um who can polymorph which classes uh just druids okay so then i have to be a druid yeah you so you can polymorph in anything yeah well my starting character is going to be a horse oh my god can i do that probably you can be a satyr that's half man half horse no just a full horse i want to be a horse i want to have the iq of a horse (laughs) Wait, aren't horses super smart, though? Daisy, are horses smart? She wagged. She did wag. LMK, what that means. Mm. Um, But so as the character grows, so do the attributes and skills. So those are their bonuses that come along. Um, But I've always wondered how they determine attribute scores. Um, And pretty much how that whole process works is the player rolls four D6 die. And the lowest score is discarded. So... This happens six times for each attribute. And then this score is then placed with whichever attribute the player wants. So you could roll 4d6 and get uh, like 13. And then your 13, you can pick if it goes to strength, dexterity, constitution, blah, blah, blah. And that's your base. And that's how you start. And then, because if you want your character to be super strong or super dexterical or super smart or intelligent or charismatic or all that fun stuff that's how you pick which sort of you know personal avenue you want to go down um but yeah that's pretty much how you set up a character in D. that's how you set up a character in D. thank you you're welcome so now what's your character you didn't pick i picked i'm gonna be a druid horse i think horse. i would go a sorcerer or a wizard honestly i think that would be super fun i need to be i need to be able to constantly communicate with people telepathically or not, that might be you more fun. You can be fun. a sorcerer. Imogen does that. Could I do a sorcerer druid? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. You have to find out. Um, but so then how are they... How is rolling a joint and making a D&D character similar? You're making something. You're making something that you're going to use for fun. Oh, true. <laughs> true. And then therefore I using... Don't know. I think weed is fun. Using said asset, whether it be weed joint or D&D character, can help you flourish in mindsets, adventures, easy, and easy. memories. They bring people together. They bring people together. They do. That's the big takeaway. Big Joints takeaway. and D&D characters. Very true. Bring Very people true, together. Because you, you sit around in a joint circle. Yeah, and then you sit around at the table and you play D&D. It can be a guilty pleasure where we all share stories. You know, I've shared many a story around it, joint, and I'm sure that characters star- sharing their origin stories and everything around a table is going to be just as fun, too. I mean, yeah, D&D is all about storytelling. So that's literally 
<clears throat> what the game is about. <clears throat> I'm really happy that these tracks are on different files, so I can cut out everything that you're doing right now, and no one would know. <laughs> they got this massive squeaker in the toy, and it doesn't sound like any other squeaker, and it sounds like a fart. So we're abusing it really bad. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Okay. Later, nerds. Make the world a beautiful place. Oh, wait. wait. Fuck, what was our takeaway make message the world, before? Make, make the world a better place. Yeah. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. See you next time. Thanks for listening.